Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you find the defendant guilty. You are locked into another episode of the Game on Trial podcast, where two brothers, Desmond and Rod Curry, debate long-standing barbershop topics to be considered and judged by yours truly, the judge and the jury. My name is Tukey Tate, and this is the Game on Trial podcast. Yeah, it's gonna be money long appreciation for me and my docket. Money long. Yeah, it's about time. Meanwhile, talked about it yet. Ah, get it here. That's good. Thank you. Oh, and I got something else. I'm not sure if you're gonna bring it up. I hope you don't, because it'd probably be better if I do. Oh god. But there's a female rapper out there. Jocelyn. He's talking about that freestyle. Oh my gosh. That shit went hard. Yo. Yeah, man. Big Lotto. Yes, don't play with her. She went hard. Okay. She went off that. Ain't that beat, too? Oh my gosh. Let me hear that. Look. Look, everything big except my body count. Still spending rap game money. Fuck bitches talking about. Told y'all I'm the biggest statistics and lyrics match my mouth. Mona Scott can't pay one bill in my four-story house. This pussy plain Jane is pussy untouched. Y'all bitches passed around, bust down, ain't worth too much. This is skeleton AP, but me, I'm thick as fuck. How the hell I'm pescatarian in a lounge chalk truck? But that's okay. besides the fact. How you big but not the rest? How you big can't name a track? How you big can't hang a plaque? Bitches talking change, they CEO bought, but go off. Got it out the mud, so hell yeah, I'ma show off. Let's get him. Bitch, stop playing with my pen. I been there since 16. The bitch mean I'm pulling rap postcards like the vaccine. Y'all seen on the flat screen. I'm a rap bitch, bad dream. Right rapping scene, plus the look. Bitch, I'm a cash machine. Bitches taking shots, but they niggas chasing me. Got my doors unlocked in Hollywood. Shout out to Jason Lee. Cut that Glock and stay with me. Lotto, but don't play with me. He say I got a slit mouth and it get wetter on my knees. Strap like some Jabojin. What's teeth cause we can blow steam. Out of goodwill, I let bitches have my old things, my old planes. Look, fuck who ain't feeling me. I'm in my prime. Amazon can't fuck with my delivery on run. Oh God! Oh, oh, oh. Come okay. on, man. Lotto ain't playing no games. Big Lotto, man. Come on, man. Ain't I? Big energy. Ain't I? It's the big leagues up here, man. I don't know what it is when these rappers go to LA leakers, but they're starting to get a phone flex and run for his money. Niggas be spitting when they go to LA leakers. That's the West Coast funk flex. That's crazy. Two white boys, too. Never, I never listened to their show a day in my life. And then you got Tim Westwood on in England. And you, when you go on them shits, you better be spitting. I've seen, I've seen a lot of niggas fuck up to Tim Westwood. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Game on Trial. I am the judge, Tuki Tate. And I have the amazing Curry Brothers here again for another week of shit talking and, uh, you know, what we what we do best here. Are you not just playing? <laughs> no, we give it up. Um, How was how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Rod, how you doing, big, big brother? That's good, man. I, you know, a uh, little bit more work. We creep him back into this life a little bit more than normal soon. You know, like I said, I need it, but I don't love it. Last week, I told y'all that, but <laughs> <laughs> that shit must be weighing heavy on you, bro. Two, hey, two weeks in hey, Just let me tell you, bro. Today I came home and I even got off early. And the first thing I said to my wife was, "Yo, man, I think that I have maybe reached the burnout point." Like, 
Mm. I probably need to try to really look and be a career switcher because at this point, man, it's you know I, I get wound up in that motherfucker. I'm, I'm you know I almost lashed out at a teacher today. I was kind of heated. Oh they no. Got, they be coming at me for the dumbest shit, man. It's like using me as a scapegoat, and I'm tired of being a whipping board. You know what I mean? Especially when it's like all white people. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, I mean, it just, you get blamed for everything. They come down on you, talking smart. It's after a while, you just like, man, how much more of this shit can I take? Hey, man, this pandemic has opened up a new lifestyle. It's opened up people's eyes. Yeah, it, it, it may good. be time. It may be time. But yeah, but uh, besides that, as far as like my docket shit, man, I don't I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes, but I got a little list of news, you know. Yes. All right. Um, this one is directly, directly related to our topic today. Uh so y'all watched did y'all hear watch the breakfast clubs today? was it today? I think it was today or yesterday. I missed it. I missed it. Okay. He basically uh told, you know, you know, he's he's doing a halftime show with, with Eminem, but he basically told uh on the Breakfast Club uh, he squashed the beef with Eminem. If y'all knew he I, had a beef. I remember that the fr- the last time he was up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squashed the beef with Eminem saying that uh, you know, he, he actually shouldered the blame for it. He took he took the responsibility to saying that he was wrong, being a bigger man. But you know, whatever okay. it was, huh? Well, so what he said, uh, if I if I remember correctly, the last time he was on The Breakfast Club, they asked him, somehow Eminem came up and he said he likes Eminem lyrically, but music that he can live without, he can live without that shit is what he said. I think and that and that statement came from uh, it all started. Somebody asked uh, Snoop about his top five. Mm, That's what it was. Yep. And, and he didn't mention him. And I think maybe the the interviewer man is like, you know, not Eminem. And he just said, you know, he's not my top five, whatever. It really wasn't no beef on Snoop's part at that point. But then Eminem mentioned him in a freestyle or a song or some shit. And it was, you know, a little bit of beef. And that's when he came back with the Breakfast Club thing. Mm. But, you know, like, you know, like today, he... To me, he took more responsibility and apology because I, mm. you know, I, I, just because a dude is not in your top five, why are you throwing shots at him? You know what I mean? You prove him wrong, dog. Like you don't, you're not entitled to be in someone's top five because other people think you're nice. Chill out, oh. bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, Chill out. That's gonna that's gonna be said a lot. <laughs> later on this episode. Yeah, so I'm going to say, I'm going to pause there and we'll get back to that when we get in the episode. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Yeah. But the other thing, on, some, on a sad note, yo, I don't know if y'all saw that Benny the Butcher's in the hospital, non-COVID related though. Uh, the article really didn't say what was going on, but he, you know, shout out Twitter because he had to cancel some shows and he put a picture of him on and breathing. You know, it looked like he had a little face mask on, some oxygen or whatever. You know, so pray for Benny. Praise up. We can't can't lose him, man. He's important. Yo, yes. I don't know if you know about this, but I know you'll enjoy it if you if you if you don't. November fifth on Amazon uh, Prime TV, I think it is. Kid Cudi got a documentary. Fuck out of here, really? And, and I it, saw that. Yeah, and it's going to focus on around that around that those uh, his biggest songs like Day and Night and Oh Man uh, on the Moon yeah it's gonna focus around that ooh I can't wait bro me That's too yo know, they, they, they giving Cuddy credit for like uh, creating almost like a, a new lane in hip hop for real and I, I, I agree with that well some <laughs> of us have been saying that for years niggas I get, that is emotionally and crazy I give you credit okay. for that that's one of the things you you know you was on that Cuddy shit early 
But you wasn't on his um his outfit that he wore to the Met Gala, but. Well, what else you got for the docket? That's mainly it. <laughs> we skip, we skip right over, over that over shit. Move, move past it. I <laughs> hey, play this fuck up. Play this fuck up. You know what I mean? uh, <laughs> hey. But I got to say, like, uh, what's that song? Pursuit of Happiness? Oh, that's, yes. I, I think that's like one song that's so classic to me. I think that'll never get old. When I hear it, I'm always going to be hyped. You know, you, you, it's people give you shit like that. He gave us one, and that's one for me. Mm-hmm. Great New Year song. Love that song, man. Yeah, shout out to Cuddy. Yep, shout out to Cuddy. Dude, what you got? Um, I got a couple things. Um, first and foremost, I don't think we spoke about Drake's birthday last episode. Oh my gosh, I, it is October. October's very own. Yeah, so Drake celebrated his birthday on the twenty fourth, and the day before he had a dope-ass birthday party. It was actually Narcos-themed. Um, like, I literally saw a picture of, I guess, the table. It looked like it was cocaine all over the table with now letters and shit. Drake. Yeah, it was, it was, it looked like it was a cool party. Um, we had a lot of big names that were there. Um, Offset, I saw Doug, Doug gifted him a chain that had a, him and Adonis's picture on there. Um, Adonis is his son, so. Um, Thugger. That's fitting. <laughs> um, we saw Jack Harlow, uh, 24 Golden, Larsa Pippen, uh, Larsa Pippen, and of course... I'm gonna let you finish. No. You, I'm gonna let you finish. No, honestly, when I saw her there, I was like, oh. <laughs> Yo, wow. she she is a predator. She's a predator. She's a predator. She said all the young men's was out that night. Oh my gosh! Um, I'm gonna the Somebody protect 24k gold, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, some cool gonna snatch his ass up. Man. Real quick, real quick. Um. One funny thing that I saw from the party, um, I don't know if you all are familiar with Sky um, from Black Ink Crew. I keep hearing the name. I don't, I've never seen the show, so I don't know who she is. Yeah, Sky Days um, apparently got in a scuffle at oh, the party. Yeah. And I, I mean, I thought that was funny because, as you all know, I work in the nightlife scene. Um, so apparently, at celebrity parties, niggas throw hands too. It's not just. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the regular niggas um but yeah so she got her in a little t- a little tussle there's footage of that um not for certain who it was that she was fighting with the video starts with somebody getting sky off the ground oh, um <laughs> and then you hear someone in the background yell i literally went behind her and she pushed me hmm. Hmm. It's always a misunderstanding when we're too many of us get together, baby. <laughs> Some That's kind of misunderstanding. But there was a, a Instagram influencer um, named Yanni Coleman. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Um, but she, wait, I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on one second. Mom, mom, 
Mom. But yeah, uh, the influencer says she said the men at the event were worse than the women as far as come stepping on people's toes and pushing mm. them and all kinds of stuff like that. So niggas was in the building, but I don't know what you would have expected from a narcos theme party. Well, like Drake said on the album, women are in the bathroom doing shit that's not Pepsi. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I feel you. That could lead to a misunderstanding. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, happy belated birthday to October's own. Um, okay. I don't know if you all remember. I brought up Danny Lee a while ago, but um Danny Lee is a RB artist that used to be dating the baby. Um, as we know, Danny Lee had her child maybe a month ago. I don't think it's even been that long, um, but there were never any confirmations that the baby was the baby's. Um, hmm. So the baby recently, the baby, the rapper, uh, posted. <laughs> yeah, not the little baby. <laughs> <laughs> this shit turned it into an SNL skit. <laughs> little baby on IG. That's my daddy. <laughs> posted a uh post on Instagram saying how he has three daughters and nieces and nephews that he's having to take care of. And we all know that previously the baby only had two daughters that we knew of. So um, the internet put two and two together and got three. And um, so the baby is claiming his baby. I mean, it's not, I don't think he wasn't (laughs) claiming a baby before. He just was hiding a baby from the world, as Drake would say. Hold on, what did Pusha T say about that? I can't remember the line. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. You are hiding a child. Let that boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. I don't find anything funny about that. Pusha stupid. I don't, man. Why, man? God, Pusha, that's crazy. That's the line for like all fathers who don't take take care of their kids. <laughs> Dead yeah, beat man. motherfucker. <laughs> Let that boy come home. The Border Patrol shit, man. Why you do that? Why terrible, you do that? Terrible. Oh, damn, we need push, man. Is he going to drop soon? Shit. Do something, push. Get out. Represent. Oh, man. Um, also, on my docket, um, have you all seen the beef that's going back and forth between Lil Nas X and his family and Boosie? Yes. Hold on, hold on, time out. The f- was, how did the family get into it? So Lil Nas X, uh, I guess, you know, he's the king, queen of... <laughs> trolling? Trolling. Oh, for sure. He, he's, that taking, a lot. he's taking that from 6 9 Yes, so mm-hmm. he posted that him and Lil, uh, Lil Boosie had a song together that was coming out. <laughs> 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 and of course Boosie got really 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 upset with that um, yeah now, you're I, poking a homophobic bear <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. with a dick <laughs> whoa no Boosie don't like that <laughs> um, but from that Lil Boosie released a whole bunch of you know homophobic shit he wrote, if y'all think the whole world hate me, y'all tripping. I have international love and respect. Oh, well, no, that's him apologizing. I'm sorry. He basically, he did um, suggest that Lil Nas X commit suicide. Nice. Just a whole bunch of crazy. Stop trolling me. Um, you a whole B playing with a gangster SMH. You can keep sucking dick. <laughs> Nigga, get fucked in your 
Yeah, he he was he went. Whoa. Yeah, and then hashtag commit suicide. Damn, Bruce. Okay, let me start. All jokes aside, we make a lot of jokes about Lil Nas X and Boosie and about all of this shit. But all jokes aside, that shit is fucking crazy, Boosie. <laughs> you telling somebody to kill themselves because they're gay? Are you? Is your homophobia that fucking bad to where a video? Nigga didn't even knock on your door and say it to your face. A video will get you going that bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, this is crazy though, man. You know, in this world, you can't talk like that too, man. Yeah. Um, but Lil Boosie, no, I'm sorry, Lil Nas X's dad came to his defense, um, going off, like off, off. And his brother hyped, popped in the conversation as well, saying the funniest part of that whole the brother comment was that he said he bought Lil Boosie movie and that shit was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the whole family trolls. I love it. Yo, the greatest part about that was a little subtle thing. He said he bought it. Yes. A little subtle. That's yeah, that was, that, that was because he was talking about folks who weren't buying his shit. Yeah. That's fire. So yeah, that that back and forth is definitely gone. I'm I'm hoping that it doesn't turn into something more than what it is. Because from, from what I understand, Boosie, he resides in Atlanta now. Mm, I hope not. I, I think he lives here because I recently saw his son at um around Atlanta. So Th- this ain't the right city for him. And you know, Lil Nas X is from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He yeah. just got his own day. Yeah, he got his own day. That's right, there. y'all. Yeah, you did tell him to to send it to us. So yeah, I really think Boosie should just let it go. Honestly. Before you catch that fade. Yeah, like besides the one he got. Lil Nas yeah. X put them hands on them. Lil Nas X is from mm. Bankhead. Bankhead what? Courts. Bankhead Courts, to be exact, one of the well-known hoods in on the west side. So, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure he got major back, too. Yeah. And you know he got picked on as a kid and probably had to fight. Yeah. Oh, he'll put them paws on Lil Boosie. That should be nice. I never seen Lil Boosie, but he might be, is he called Lil for a reason? He's small. He's definitely <laughs> tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. You know um, what? Um, sorry to, uh, I'm not sure if I should cut this or not, but I would love to see a celebrity death match of them too. Whoa. I want to bring that back. That show the claymation so shit. That would be funny as hell. That show was so good. And also <laughs> last on my docket, did you all see that they're getting ready to make another Grand Theft Auto? Oh, they've been talking about that shit for so long. And we what's waiting. even crazier is they said Dr. Dre is supposed to be doing a song on that on the the game, but we ain't got no detox yet. What the Dr. Dre, man? He also shit. <laughs> At this point, he don't want to pay his wife. <laughs> it's got to be something. What's yeah, going on? Bro said he don't want to make no money. But shit, I, I was just on GTA 5 before we got on this pod. Like, I fucks with Grand Theft Auto. That's mm-hmm. that shit, Me especially too. online. But they've been teasing Grand Theft Auto 6 for so long. Uh, I saw a video a couple months ago. I forgot what conference they were at, but they dropped uh, a video and everyone was getting excited. That was GTA 6. But all they're doing is re-releasing all their previous GTAs remastered on Xbox and PlayStation. So, huh. But um, yeah. If you're on GTA, hit me up, gamertag Brady Hartsfield. That's all I got for my docket this week, guys. Okay, I'll keep it quick. I don't have too much, but as you guys know, 
I am the Creative Geniuses Network resident UFO guy. And we have more news, y'all. Okay. So if you guys have not heard, there's a video circulating uh, that came out on March 19th of last year. Two FedEx pilots were flying a cargo plane near Monterey, Mexico, when they saw a bright light drop down from the sky, stop at their altitude, uh, shoot them with a beam of light, and then flew with them for 30 minutes before flying away. And they have it on video. They were observing them, huh? For 30 minutes. So what they're saying is they described it as uh, a yellowish white glowing light was the ship. And then the beam of light <clears throat> shot on them and flew with them for 30 fucking minutes. And it was two pilots. Did they call it in? Yeah, it was two pilots. Um, they're remaining anonymous right now. But they're saying it's credible because it fits a lot of the other uh, unidentified objects in the sky like that. So every, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It seems like every month or every other month, more news is coming out about UFOs. So they're prepping us for something, y'all. I wonder if they called that shit in the air traffic control. They did. There's a video, like a, some audio of that. I don't know what they were saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's interesting. Because, you know, they, they had the audio of the Navy pilots. And, you, you know, you can hear what they're saying. I would love to hear that. You know what I mean? Hey, could you imagine something like that following you for that long? For 30 fucking minutes? I'd be scared shitless, bro. I don't know yeah, if I can fly you. again after that. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, no, sir. No, sir. Okay. And last on my docket. Oh, man, I've been waiting to talk about this young lady for so long, but it escapes me every week. But y'all know how much I love Ariana Grande, my favorite artist right now. I would I'd probably say. No, don't do it. Doesn't matter any genre. <laughs> I love that girl, man. Ariana Grande, not only can she sing, her music is fire, lyrics are fire. And you know why her lyrics are fire? I'm not going to give this girl credit, all her credit, but there's one unknown artist behind the scenes that's been given us hit after hit since 2009. And her name is Priscilla Renna. AKA Money Long. So I'm not sure if you guys remember, I dropped her in the group chat probably like two or three weeks ago. I sent you guys that boys to men video that she dropped. Yeah. Fire. Okay. So I did my homework on her and she's been in the game for a minute. Her real name, Priscilla Renna, she was more of like a pop star. She released her first album in 2009 and follow up in 2018 under that name. And it was more like a poppy dance vibe and still it's shit that I fuck with. So it was still good to me. Um, but in 2019, that's when she started working under the name Money Long. And just to give you guys some of her credits, she co-wrote California King Bed by Rihanna. Worth It by Fifth Harmony, Love So Soft by Kelly Clarkson, Timber by Pitbull, Just Like Magic, Fake Smile, and Imagine by Ariana Grande. I'm over the place she is. She co-wrote Beg <clears throat> For It by Chris Brown. She was a backup vocals on My Last by Big Sean. That was on the mm. Finally Famous album back then. I know that song, yeah. Yes. Priscilla Renna, Money Long. So... Those are all of her past credits. But right now, she has 
four, five singles out right now that are so fucking fire. Number one, Thought Thoughts. I'm not sure if you guys heard me singing it. It's great, bro. Ding dong. I'm waiting with my panties off. I really don't do this often. Thought Thoughts, nigga. Hold on, time out. This is starting to sound like a Tinder profile. Bro. She, uh, I really don't do this often. <laughs> what? She, she not only is it good R and B to me, it's like ratchet R and B. Like she gives you the ratchet side of things. Talking about drinking Hennessy, fucking your niggas, shit like that. Mm. That's a song called Midnight Snack with Jacob Lattimore. That is fire. Jacob Lattimore. Yes. Wow. She has a song called Sneaky Link. Oh. So. <clears throat> there are certain artists that you remember when you got put on to them. I'll talk about my time when I got put on Eminem. I remember exactly where I was. I remember where I was when I got put on to Kendrick Drake. And I remember where I was when I got put on to Money Long. So shout out to my homegirl, Nezzy. She is the wife of shit, my best friend in the fucking world besides Jay, which is Lexi. She is also on the network. So her wife put me on probably like two months ago. So Ooh. money long, y'all. Check her out. Subscribe to her. Hopefully we can get her on the pod one day. And that is my docket. Tuke, you having computer issues? You're over there glitching like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> it looks like it. She would have looked at maybe her tank from the uh, She glitching bad. All right. Well, let me take us into this break. That was our docket. We will be back with an episode that is long overdue. I'll tell you why, but we are finally discussing Marshall Mathers. And we'll be back. All right, come on. All right, smile. I'm going to have to. How you do that? Okay, like this? You're in it. Huh? Oh, That's you're sorry. in it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, damn. <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, I'm email it to you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Baby, can you bring me um my water with um some ice and some squirt in it? Mm-hmm. That's a good squirt. <laughs> yeah. No. Right, guys. Welcome back. So, as Des previously mentioned, we are discussing. Well, Des, you got some clap back about this. this, Unsus- this Unsuspectedly. So, as you guys probably saw, it went. Uh, Double XL had a trending tweet this week, and it had like five different categories: name your favorite rapper of all time, name the most overrated, name the most underrated, name the greatest. And I filled it out accordingly. Nip, my favorite rapper, the the rapper I just like the most, um, Kodak Black. And the most overrated, I said Eminem. And boy, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, my DMs were flooded with the Eminem fans. I had one to give, I had one to give and tell me, yo, did he not sign an autograph on a starter cap for you or something? <laughs> Yo, that's, I, was like, that's I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty funny. That's funny but yeah, so I think that's what sparked this episode because we haven't really touched on Eminem that much, but there is a certain thing about him that I, I think we need to talk about. Yeah, so getting on into today's episode, our first question asks, does Eminem, well, 
is Eminem in the top five rappers? Do you all remember? I don't know when, how long. It was a long, long time ago. I want to say it was on, it was a BT. It was on BT or MTV where they had like all these celebrities and all these rappers come together and vote on the best rappers of all time. Do y'all remember that? I do. Yes. And I remember the world being taken aback because Eminem was voted the best from the round table. And mind you, I think this was a round table of mostly, if not all black people. They voted that Eminem was the best rapper of all time. It got a lot, a lot, a lot of kickback from it. So, yeah, we're just going to give our opinions. I think I'm actually going to stay out of this one and let y'all do this one out because. I'm pretty sure my the best rappers all of all time is Gucci Man, and I'm just gonna say that. So <laughs> that's funny. Atlanta Center. <laughs> Look, no, actually, I think that my best rapper would be the person that was second on that list, and that was Andre 3000. The fact that they put Andre behind Eminem was mind blowing to me. But yeah, so mm, the guys are gonna discuss how they feel about the great Marshall Mather. Well, I, I want you to go first. All right. Listen, I'm just going to start off by saying that I go back far with Eminem. And I'm talking about unsigned Eminem, farther than a lot of people. Like, I remember when he used to run with a group called the Outsiders. Real hip-hop fans know, a lot of people don't know. The leader of that group was a dude named Young Z. Back in the day, I don't know if they're still together, but he was married to a rapper named Rashida, Raw Digger. Y'all know Raw Digger, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? In New Jersey, they ran deep. So, you know, Eminem's from Detroit, but he broke his music in New Jersey with that group. They never really made it big. But listen, if you ever get a chance to like uh, like one album, The Outsiders shit is nice. nice. I think it's called After Dark. I believe that's what it's called, but Google The Outsiders. Eminem was on it. The shit was hot. But <clears throat> is Eminem on my top five? No. No. He, he's, he's not, man. Um, I totally, totally, totally understand people who ride for Eminem. Oh, Rod, mm-hmm. don't mean to cut you off. Before we get to the hate, let's keep mm-hmm. it all love first. So okay. <laughs> let, let me get my love in too. Okay. So, the first time I discovered Eminem, I, I said this before the break, but there are certain artists that you remember the first time you ever heard a song or an album from them. Uh, for me, it's Eminem, it's Kendrick, it's Drake. And I remember there's certain people who put me on. No need to go into them, but shout out Mario Nezzy, all you guys. But with Eminem, it was my sister, Jamie. And Rod, I'm not sure if you remember this. It was uh, early 2000s. I would come up to Virginia Beach uh, probably every other summer and go to basketball camp. And one time, my sister, Jamie, drove me up there. And we put on, was I think the first one was Slim Shady LP. And yo, that shit blew my mind. Like I knew who M was simply because of the music videos back in the day. I wasn't really a big hip hop fan, but I knew the high my name is because that shit was on MTV all the time. But when I listened to the Slim Shady LP, I was like, yo, this dude is fucking great. I was a huge fan. But is he in my top five? No, he's not in there either. So Rod, I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, man. See... 
I, I totally get it, man. I totally get the love because I'm going to respect this man. Technically, he's incredible, man. Like, intricate flows, the shit that I always talk about. He's fucking incredible. And, and it's almost like he he kind of took rap as we're talking about difficulty, rhyme scheme patterns to another level. So I will give him that credit. Well, it's just a simple fact of little things. Little things for me bumps him out. The biggest thing I'm just gonna jump right off top. His voice is annoying as shit. Mm. Bang, bang, bang. Annoying yeah, like, as shit. Some people can pull it off like a West Side gun. Yes. But with him, I feel you, bro. Go, yeah, go ahead. His voice is annoying as shit. And this is the thing for me, like, when Eminem is just about everything he's ever done except for the early shit, and I'm talking about before Marshall Mathers' early shit for me, is not that replayable. You dig what I'm saying? Like, when the Eminem drops some shit, it's like, oh, we got to rush to listen to it because you know it's going to be complicated. It's going to be fire. You're gonna, you you want to... Not even... Sometimes you don't even get good beats, so I ain't going to say it's fire, but you want to <laughs> listen to it. And that's saying a lot because he got Dre in his background. <laughs> but sometimes you just don't get good beats. But anyway... Uh, uh, but you know the rhyme scheme is going to be tough, so you you, you, you want to listen to it. But past that of the, the, the hype of... Ooh, new Eminem. I would listen to that shit. Don't bro, go too much farther than that for me. Bro, do you remember uh, Russell Westbrook's last season in OKC when he averaged a triple-double? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what Eminem gives me on every song. Like, remember, Russ tried for it. Like, there's no doubt that Russ is a premier point guard in the league. But that season, I felt like Russ wanted to show everybody that he was the best player in the fucking league. And the guy averaging triple doubles is what else can you say? And with him, I feel like that's what he gives me with the flows. He he does it so well to the point where if you criticize it, like what else can you say? Like for me, every I won't even consider them songs. Again, Rod said the earlier stuff. I stop if I want to be completely honest. I stopped listening to Eminem right before the Encore album. I thought I even thought Encore is a little iffy, but. Just for sake of this debate, I went back and I re-listened to all the stuff that I missed. And again, I wouldn't call them songs. I'll call them tracks. I feel like every track is a funk flex freestyle. He mm. gives you good bars. He raps very well. He always gives you that fast, complicated flow, which, man, I can't ride around listening to that shit. Like, when you say replay value, for me... There is no replay value for Eminem. Like, there's not one song that's currently in any of my playlists of his. Only when I feel nostalgic, I'll go back and listen to him. And to me, it goes with the content. You to me, it's it's always with the content. He's still very angry. He gives you very angry raps. And then the simple fact, like, where could you listen to Eminem? Like when I'm in the car with my girl or when I'm in the car with my mom, I always listen to what I want to listen to. I really don't give a fuck what they, you know, I'm driving. So I'm listening to what the fuck I want to listen to. And my mom, she really doesn't care for hip hop. She doesn't like Jay-Z. She doesn't really like the N word too much, but I wouldn't dare put on Eminem around my (laughs) He says cunt talking about hitting women over the head with baseball bats. Like M. Rob, what else? Like, so, listen, going. here's another thing that, about um, that 
real real hip hop fans will understand, but real M fans will think this is petty. But there's no rapper more pop than Eminem, and he does it to himself. Let's let me tell you why. And if you talking to a nigga, you talking Whoa. to a nigga that says Drake is pop. So let me Whoa. tell you why. Okay. And I'm, tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why he does it to himself. Think about who he goes after. Pop idols in Hollywood, the people that he jokes, real famous motherfuckers. Does he ever go after any other rappers? Maybe he had a few beefs in rap, but not no real battles. You feel what I'm saying? This shit, he does it to himself. And I know why he does it. It's it's marketing, bro. It's marketing. He he come out with a new song, joking Paris Hilton back in the day and uh, Perez Hill, all these motherfuckers. Who fucks with those people in hip hop for real? You dig? Very good point. One one other point that I'd like to point out, and in his defense, some of his best work, in my opinion, was that angry, very explicit shit. Like, uh, what was the song? I think Kim, where the whole song is about him talking about killing his wife or ex-wife. And then in the end, he finally doesn't cut her throat in the, in the force to me. Great fucking song. I, I know it word for word. You know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> in this day, M can't be as explicit as he could back then. And I'm not sure if that's something that's holding him back, but that angry shit just ain't going to cut it for me anymore. And I feel like, I don't want to judge people who like him because he is, I think, the sixth highest selling artist of all time with 220 million units sold. Tarzan. What you mean? People get it. Tarzan. White man in the jungle. Oh, I get what you're saying. I don't know, man. It's the content isn't there for me with him. Like, I can't explain it. Rod, do you put some wars on it? Shit. It, it's just, it's just. I, Maybe it's just played. You know, it's hard to, to stand stand the test of time, you know what I mean, in this game, man. And when you don't change your style much and you sound the same and your voice is annoying, it's hard to, to stay on unless you really coming out with some hip-hop classics. And I just don't think that he has done that over the course of time. Like I, like I said earlier, I you know, it, it was nice. It was different. She was hot. It just don't age well with me, man. So are we hypocrites? For saying that we like lyrical rappers and with him being as lyrical as he is, are we hypocrites for saying that we don't fuck with it? Or is there well, something to be said that the music just doesn't resonate and it's not good? Like raps can be good, but the music can be ass. Is am I correct? No, in that Karis One interview, he talked about this a little bit, right? You know, he talked about how people can be good rappers but not good MCs mm-hmm. uh, and then people could be good rappers and not make good songs oh the KRS one interview on uh, Drink Champs yes okay you know yeah, yeah. where he talked he, you know he kind of talked about you know it, it's it's so much into being a dope MC that lasts over the course of time you dig what I'm saying so much that goes into that to be able to make timeless music it's just not easy man and I just think the thing oh god I'm gonna break it to football I I love the Philadelphia Eagles right I love them Mm -hmm. we got a quarterback named Jalen Hurts he's everything you would want in a quarterback he's the best young man he's a leader He's, you know, you know what I'm saying? Everybody likes him. He's smart, but he got one deadly flaw. 
He's got he he just don't throw the, he just don't got he just don't have a strong arm, right? So in Eminem's case, I'm just gonna break it down like this for me. He's got everything technical. Everything is beautiful. He's everything to hip hop with a door. But for me, it just don't got the funk. It just don't resonate. That's what it is. It don't got the soul. It just don't got the funk. Like you can piece words together all day. And I guess his fan base are the ones that really expect that. I mean, respect that craft. But for me, there's more into music than there's more into rap music than the ability to piece words together. There has to be, like Rod said, some funk to it. You have to feel it. Like the niggas who feel Eminem, I'm scared of y'all. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're a fan because you respect the craft, I can't knock you for that because I like battle rap. I watch URL. I like the craft of rapping myself. But when it comes to listening to Eminem on a regular basis, and he's in my top five, no disrespect. But if you feel that type of anger and that's the reason you listen to it, I'm going to leave y'all alone. I'm scared of y'all. <laughs> Go get a therapist. <laughs> Stay out my DMs. <laughs> Go get a therapist. So, no, he's not in my top five. And I, I don't even have to create my top five list right now because if I do, it would be off the cuff. But I know for a fact he wouldn't be in there. Same for me. And, you know, uh, for a whole lot of reasons. And I'm not dissing him, y'all. Not at all. And you can come for me because I I pretty much like the uh, the comments. <laughs> but, uh, nah, man, I, it, I just don't, like I said, there's so many other people. You know, like what Snoop said it, man, and on the first time and he stood on it. You know, Snoop and them had their little thing where, like, uh, he was asked. Did we talk about this earlier? Mm-hmm. When he was asked, you know, in an interview, yep. was he in his top five? And he said no. And, and a gut reaction a dude like Snoop, he and I are almost the same age. I can almost, me and Snoop's top five will probably be similar. So I come, I felt that, you know what I'm saying? Dude's nice, but no, you're not in my top five, fam. You know what I mean? You got a long way to go. Yeah, man, that's funny. Someone who was around Eminem, uh, like the time he came out was like the time I was really starting to get outside and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I should... He should be in my top five. And again, it's no hate whatsoever, because again, if we're talking about you, that means we were fans. At the end of the day, if Eminem was in the room, I would say, bro, I'm a fan of yours, but you haven't made music I listened to in years. But at the end of the day, you've made classic shit to me that Rod said the word timeless, like the replay value might not be there, but I respect the historical aspect of what you did when you did it. And to go back to the OKC aspect, uh, I made that point to say, you remember when M got in the Guinness Books of World Records for like the most words put together in a certain amount of time on a rap song? That's the type of shit I'm talking about. You just want to show your dominance and prove to everyone out there that, hey, I am the greatest rapper alive, but... I need to show this to you because the general public or the audience that I probably want to hear that from, they're not giving it to me. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Right, man. But the people who go for records like that, sorry to, <laughs> but the people who go for records like that, that, that just shows something about it. I don't know. It's like, if you average a triple double just by fucking around, <laughs> to me, that's more impressive than going for it. I don't know. So, you know what's so funny about that? You made me think about this when you said that. 
did it just get too easy for him? And he just it, he didn't put, he didn't put the same soul into it that he did earlier. Like, is that is it a possibility that it got too easy for him and he he just go in there and and, and, and don't put the same work into it? Mm. The way he raps. It sounds easy. It sounds easy for him. Um, but I don't know if, if that was the case. I wish there would have been someone there to say, well, if if rapping is easy for you, bro, focus on building up uh, shady records, focus on the artists that you sign, focus on making good songs instead of rap records. Like the only good songs of Eminem's, I hate to say it, are the ones that he has features with, like the the Rihanna's, the Pink's, the big popular shits. When he goes poppy, those are great fucking songs. But he doesn't have any good B-sides. Good rappers have good B-sides. Nobody's more pop than Eminem, so I can stand on that. I get you, bro. He beats with Lil John every other year just so we can, you know. Nobody's more pop than Eminem. And maybe that's what it does it for me because, you know, old school dudes, you know, we still believe in that MC Hammer disc. When you go pop, you know, we never go pop. Pop goes to Weasel. You know how the old school dudes are. Mm. I don't know that. Two, is he in your top five? I just remember after that, I remember, I think it was a real Slim Shady do you remember the video where is that the one where he had they they were at like a fast food restaurant and he had somebody he spit in somebody's food or they spit in the food and the lady bit the onion ring and it was like spit coming from the onion ring while she was mm. yeah after that I was done <laughs> like that video I literally used to have to close my eyes on that part because that shit was disgusting damn. I mean, a song, like I said, a song, that was a catchy song. I remember it. I remember Stan. I remember um, my band. Well, I guess that my band is not just his song, but like, like y'all said, I, I, it's not, it, that's the Him group, and D12. right? Yeah, that was the group. What's, what was that song? My band. Um, my band. These chicks don't even know the yeah. name of my band. That's the thing, man. This shit is all cartoonish. <laughs> that was cartoonish. Okay. All this shit is cartoonish, man. One classic that will never go out of style is Superman. Give them that. Because I'm gonna be your Superman. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Put right. anthrax on your tampax and slap you till you can't stand. Yeah, like <laughs> it's He's a, a pun master. You know what I mean? Like, he got jokes mm. for days in his songs. It's um, all comedy, yeah. It's all all comedy. So if there was ever a comedic rapper, and you have to have a certain, you know how you got to have a certain level of fucked up sense of humor, but he's definitely that person. So maybe that's why I'm looking at it wrong. It's just a different vibe. I got to look at it from the comedic value instead of the vibe. I can't. It's, it's comedy. It's not a vibe. It's bro. comedy. I don't all do his, comedy in my rap. Songs, he probably found Stan funny. You like know what I mean? Like little and shit. <laughs> no, I don't do that shit, bro. I'm sorry. That's, like not, that's not the vibe I'm coming uh, for my rap with. I'm not I'm not coming to say, oh, man, that's a funny bar. <laughs> no. Someone's like you clowning this. Fuck that shit. I don't like it. No, funny <laughs> niggas always get shot in the hood. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You had to, to put that clip in there. <laughs> and then his machine gun Kelly beef. Was that a real beef? Mm. I think it was. I think it was. Because he dropped the album right afterwards. Oh, yeah. And that's not mentioning the fact he got ate up by a pop nigga. 
It's well, she ain't got Kelly's pop now. <laughs> Eminem is pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't fuck with nobody but pop niggas. You feel what I mean, man? Then he has some beef for kid. What's that dude? What's that dude? The beer drinking dude from Detroit. Uh, or maybe they did they do a song together? What's this dude? You know, he kind of a little racist almost. Uh, kid Rock. Yeah, yeah. Did he, did he do something with Kid Rock or did they have beef? Something oh, happened. I hope not. You know, something happened. Yeah, I mean anybody that can beef with Mariah Carey, bro. Like, all I want for Christmas is you, really? Hey, what's that shit, man? Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon, man, you beef with these motherfuckers? There's nobody more pop. Mariah more than Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon was just coming, you know what I mean, standing up for his wife. He was beefing with Mariah Carey. Really? Mm. But again, if you like that rapidly rap shit, I cannot fault you for saying Eminem's in your top five or that you're a big fan of him. Because I like that rapidly rap shit. But... It just doesn't click with a certain audience. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. You know, to each his own. Yeah. And, of course, I, that's why I said I can't speak on it because I like different a, a different level of hip-hop than most. Could you so, imagine yeah. a Gooch and Eminem song? Have they done a song together? Probably could work. Ugh. <laughs> That should be I mean, Gucci did a song with Marilyn Manson, so I guess it, that's anybody can hop on the track with Goo Goo Up. So now you're gonna force me to find a uh Eminem song that I can fuck with that I can say that I can put in my playlist. I gotta find one. Mm. Stand by. I'm gonna find. Does have one. to be his song? Can it be a feature? No, nah, let's let's make it his song, his credit. Find one Eminem song that you can honestly say this can get in my playlist. It's nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's gonna be a hard task. Got it. Okay, so I have multiple playlists. Are you saying like a everyday playlist? For me, um, Renegade can go on any playlist. I can't even get that shit. <laughs> damn. Damn, you can't do it with home. Because it, it's just uh, even that's he kind of fucked up this. Uh. Oh, they're gonna come after you for that. I just thought I'm just yeah, fuck it, Dad. Yeah, come after me. Oh, they're gonna kill you for that. I, 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 yeah, I'm not really feeling that shit, you know. It's not one of my favorite home songs. No. Okay. No. Don't really like it like that. Sorry. Roger. Oh, I know a song. Instagram. I know a song. I know a song. I got one. See, that's the, that's the thing. It's not his song. But the best Eminem song for me. Do y'all remember Life at the Death? Not Life at the Death. But Biggie had a third album. Oh, I know where you're going. What's that? Um, The third album after Biggie died. And it was some old Biggie lyrics, and they got Eminem on it. Now, that was the best Eminem rap that I have ever heard in my entire life. And that song could be on my playlist. But it's not even his song. It's Biggie's song. That's sad. Oh, you're talking about Born Again. Oh, he Born was on Again. Dead Wrong. Yeah, Dead he's wrong. on Dead Wrong. That's wrong. the best Eminem song for me, period. Yeah. I like Stan. Mm, Stan is a classic. I mean, it's a fuck. If you got again, you got to have like some kind of fucked up sense of humor. Um, it's either dark or angry with him. Right, right. It's definitely dark or angry. It's no, it's nothing else. Like even the comedy is dark as fuck. You know what? That's the crazy shit. The fact that even the comedy is dark. What the fuck, yo? Like you said, man, people who really stand him, you might have to be like, yo, man, I have to watch you a little bit because you, know, you make me a little crazy. Just saying. 
Yeah, Eminem definitely makes um like Don't say it. Could you- <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. I, yeah, I, okay. I, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. I was I, I think I was gonna go somewhere else. Okay, good. I thought she was gonna start you know, you know what them white boys do with them trench coats. Yeah, that's where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh my god, thank you for stopping me because that's exactly where I was heading with that. <laughs> oh my Woo. god. You know, again to each his own. I got a line in my pocket. God, the cocky. Yo, that's the hot, that's a hot song, yo. That's a fact. <laughs> we'll give them that. All right. So have y'all gotten y'all feels out? <laughs> we just hope the, the publics aren't they're not mad at us. You know? Well, if somebody mad at you already. I know. Yeah. Because you ain't Listen, get your baseball cap signed. Like I said, I welcome all hate. Just make sure it's written in a very concise way. Encourage your friends to hate on your hate so we can have comments. <laughs> <laughs> Back. I get, I'll take it. Yeah, so look, there's no... What do they say? There's no such thing as bad... What's the word I'm looking for? The publicity. Bad publicity. There you go. Hmm. But listen, but here's the thing, though. Honestly, people... This should be a decent conversation in hip hop besides our conversation. Because I think a lot of other people probably either agree with us or can at least feel the topic or, or some of the points. You feel what I'm saying? That's so a fact. Let's get the conversation started, yeah? And you know, when I said he was overrated, it might have sounded shady, no pun intended, but I think there's a real conversation to be had. Are we overranking Eminem in hip hop? Real good conversation to be had. Mm.